0: Falcon A. Oh, God. <laughs> Hopefully I will hear that pun no more. <laughs> Why? It's you, a good one. You, 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 you said it so many times. <laughs> Only every time they said Falcon. Right. Um, Which was some. He was the main bad guy. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris. Yep. He's Tyler. yeah. Um yeah, we watched Escaflone.
1: Right. So let's jump right in with the plot
0: summary. Okay. It's my turn, isn't it? You sure. Okay. Um so Escaflone It is a movie taking place in a fantastical world known as Gaia, not spelled um in spelled spelled with the e's instead of the i's if you're curious about that kind of thing um and it uh it, it had giant robots and depressed teenagers and a lot of bloodshed mutilation um so the the plot follows a resistance movement uh, cobbled together out of various tribes that have been left behind, and and have have scrapped together a, you know, a surviving rebel force um, from this bloody war that's been going on for several years. Um, that seems to be a, a campaign of conquest by the Black Dragon Clan led by their Lord Falcon mm. um, Falcon uh, <laughs> and they uh, they are looking for a suit known as uh, known as Escaflone, uh also known as the Dragon Armour also known as Garzy's wing uh, Not known as Garzy's wing And uh, Yeah They find it There's a big battle There's a girl uh, Yeah She's We'll get to her in a bit um, She's supposed to be necessary To the plot But in the movie she Might not be At all <laughs> Even a little bit. Um, honestly, just a talking <laughs> MacGuffin. So, um, yeah, they, they 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 team up. The girl is from from our world, a, a modern day uh, Earth society in Tokyo. Um, and yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. There's a big fight at the end. Uh, everyone overcomes depression or die either way just like real life <laughs> <Ugh>. um, <laughs> just kidding right um so yeah that that's that's pretty much it
1: um all right so mhm do you like this movie y-
0: y- y- Sort of. Mm. I like a lot of things about this movie. Sure. Um, the dub mm. is not one of those things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I would say that if there's one thing that I had forgotten about this movie in a couple years of having not seen it, it was really how lazy the dub is. I've seen it in Japanese and in English, and I can say that you're not really losing on a lot story-wise. I mean, they they hit everything that they need to, but um, you you are missing a lot uh, f- when it comes to to flow of dialogue and just everyone kind of sounding stilted and unnatural. Um, the, this kind of seemed like a a, a project where n- not everyone was really giving it. They're all, which is a shame because they had really good voice actors. Um, visuals are amazing. Uh, I think it's some of Studio Bones' best work, especially as it pertains to like lighting effects. Um, I feel like the. Air quotes. Camera
1: work was quite, de- quite well done. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Like the edit, um, the edit was good, I guess. Yeah. Um, so how did uh, how did you feel about the uh, the the flick? Uh,
1: I didn't love it. I okay. I will say that I didn't really like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> i was trying to be
0: generous, but no, I um, it's it's because we waited too long after we did an episode of Garzy's Wing. We, yeah, if we had done- oh dude, this makes Garzy's Wing <laughs> look terrible. Don't get don't get it twisted. Like this, if, if we had done if we had done like five minutes of Garzy's Wing and then went straight into Escaline, he'd be like, "This is the best shit ever." No, <laughs> no, no, no. no it is
1: this is worlds better <laughs> this is worlds better than that but it, it was uh, nice
0: to be reminded that not shit house anime exists I mean
1: okay <laughs> but this isn't something I would give as an example of like a really good anime no, no. so the, I've seen some anime not as much as you but I've seen enough to I feel like form an opinion and make comparisons and whatnot right um the 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 thing that I like about most anime movies in this style and stuff... We've watched a few of them. Yeah. And, and you know, kind of this storytelling mode... Um, is that the plot... F- goes from A to B... Without losing you. Okay. And... At least most of the time. And you feel... Um, the movie or whatever it is gets you to care about what's taking place. I Ideally. mean those are those are those are could be said of anything any good right. any good movie. Right. Um, I did not feel either of those with this <laughs> the the plot yeah. I was paying pretty good attention the plot lost me or not lost me but seemed unimportant. Right. Like the things that were happening, I, I could not be forced to care about them. It the, jumps the, around. A lot. the the squabbles between the clans and like really just the whole action of the whole movie. It I can so this I guess is what a retelling of a TV show.
0: Yes.
1: So, I I bet in that medium it would be better for me because it would be it would take. More time to set up what's going on, and it would bring me in more.
0: Right, delve into clan conflicts, yeah. and character motivation. But
1: as it is, they just throw you into this world and expect you to uh, be on board with, yeah, you, you with, hit the ground running with, uh, you know, all of the stuff that's taking place. And I just never, I never fully got on board.
0: Yeah. So related to the to the series. Um, so there's a pretty sizable escafloné, uh, I-, I would say like a like like an empire, like a universe. Yeah, they're they're so from what I from what I gained, because I all right. So as a kid, I watched this movie a lot. It was um it was on <laughs> kind of you know streaming before streaming was streaming, i.e. Um, uh, on demand. Oh uh, sure, like, uh, Time Warner Cable. Yeah, Ty- Time yeah. Warner Cable on demand. I think that's maybe where I've seen uh, this title free before. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was uh, uh, Adult Swim ran it a couple times, and you could see it uncut, unedited, um, on um, uh, the on-demand service. And for people who weren't exposed to the whole cable-on-demand channels in the early days, it was really like a a proto-streaming because a lot of these places, like, uh, I I remember all of my anime for a very long time came from Anime Network on Demand, which was, uh, I mean, all these were, like, separate individual channels. Um, anime Anime Network on demand, uh, G4 TV on demand, Sci-Fi on demand, because they had just kind of stopped doing Anime Mondays, and um, did I say G4? Yes, I said G4. So Adult Swim yeah. on demand, and um, pretty much that was that was just really because all of these things that weren't like full feature films. Most stuff, I mean, the on-demand channels were set up to be, like, pay-per-view. Like, you could rent a movie for 24 hours. But they just
1: had some that were free or included. Yeah,
0: like, TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember. They would up episodes for free. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that's how I, like, came into this really young. Um, I was probably, like... I was probably, like, 9 or 10. Yeah, somewhere between 8 and 10 the first time I watched this. And it like wowed me and i watched it like every day for a while i i stopped i got a little bit older i watched it and i realized how much plot that didn't it just didn't seem like was there like even at like nine or ten i was like there's a lot of stuff that i'm probably missing so I, i i kind of i sought it out there was a manga that is nothing like this. Okay. I mean, it's it's a really weird, like, everything's done in a very, like, cutesy, chibi style. Oh, really? There are titties everywhere. Okay. Like, it's it's a really weird mix. Hmm. Um, and there was, around this time, uh, Fox Kids, before it was 4Kids, started running the 26-episode Vision of Escaflone, but because it was on Fox... You, you know what happened? It, it got the four kids treatment. Oh. It was heavily edited. Rip. So so imagine all of the things that we saw in this series because this series was or, or this movie. But even more vapid.
1: Yeah, this movie
0: was based upon that twenty six episode series vision of Escaflone. The real one. The the yeah, yeah the series. Um, and it got to four kids. So imagine all the fucking the serious depression content. Oh sure. Suicide attempts. The
1: gratuitous violence.
0: Gore yeah. violence. Sure. Everything just fucking gutted from this thing. And I honestly, from like being really interested in it and having already like read an issue of the manga and realizing it wasn't what I wanted, it wasn't following the same thing or the same tone. Um, I tried to watch the four kids thing because I was like, "Holy shit, Escaflowne!" The series, yeah. On you know noon, <laughs> let's do it. And uh, it it's it, it was terrible, and it made it to where I thought that was the only version. Mm. Um, so I still haven't seen the, the series. Sure, I can't really tell you um how closely this follows. I know that this is supposed to be a retelling in some respect of the series
1: it's not an OVA no this was um, this this is this is just a like this this isn't the content that was in the series
0: no this is well it might be I I think this was (laughs) like I think this was like a Fist of the North Star thing okay so it is an OVA well, is that not what Fist, an OVA is? No, Fist of the North Star wasn't really an OVA. What OVA, can you can
1: you define OVA for me again? I feel like we did this like three episodes ago.
0: I think we did in the first episode of Garzy's Wing. Um, OVA pretty much just means that it was something that was never put on Japanese television. It went straight to video. Oh, uh, so OVA. Got it.
1: Okay, so what would you call? Like the Fist of the North Star movie.
0: It it would be it would be a, a feature film but it, it's part of a it's a part chop of, job. yeah, it's part of a specific line of feature films like Galaxy Express Triple Nine, uh, Fist of the North Star, this one, that that were all supposed to be kind of trying to repackage so I felt like this was yeah so I felt like this was that where it's just I, I think you're right I, yeah that, <laughs> that was
1: what I was that was what I meant when I asked that so like yeah this is this this felt like and I think that's why it felt so disjointed because it was 26 scenes from 26 different episodes over the course of an hour and a half
0: yeah pretty much repackaged reanimated trying tried to cut in a in a different way
1: like I for like for for it being that cuz this is not like Fist of the North Star. You can Fist of the North Star, which I love. Right. <laughs> of you course. just you just pick you just pick seven good action scenes, stitch them together and you got a movie. Well, it's, it's it's telling a story but it's it's not as Yeah. Like the movie doesn't care about that as much. Yeah. This is still trying to tell the same story, but uh
0: well, the, there's the, a lot
1: more details. The weird thing with I'm, this, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, the the weird thing with this, and I, I think the I, I'm I'm almost 100 percent sure the Fist of the North Star movie was the same way. It wasn't sheerly just like a chop job. Like they didn't just say, "Okay, we'll stitch together this scene and this scene and this scene, and we'll repackage it." And it's just an easy way for the studio to make some money by you know repackaging this to a more casual audience. Um, I mean, this was reanimated, or, or not reanimated. This was this was totally taken from the ground up. But, oh, okay, because. Yeah, uh the original series, it definitely doesn't look as good. I thought Fist of the
1: North Star was literally just scenes cut from the series. I
0: don't think it was. That's um, what I that's
1: what I've been led to believe.
0: I, I I know that it's uh various scenes, but watching uh watching episodes of Fist of the North Star there seems to be a definite dip in quality. That's fair. Of, I mean that uh, show did of come animation. out in like 88, 87. Well, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas
1: that movie came out what, ninety six? Uh,
0: no, like. no, it, it came out, it was pretty much after the, the first, uh, the first run oh, okay. of, uh, Fist of the North Star. I read. Fist the, of the North Star got really popular. Did, were you with,
1: <laughs> was I reading with you or was it just me? I read the entire kind of gist of the Fist of the North Star story and like the plot synopsis. They, they go really deep. Yeah. And like, there's um, an impressive
0: amount of lore. <laughs> and like, Kinshiro's
1: like family and like love interests and stuff are like very important characters and whatnot yeah
0: the the series if 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 i remember correctly like the original series is actually way longer than uh than like a one season run or something it's like a
1: couple hundred episodes i think yeah something like that (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) um yeah so so i mean that that's what we're dealing with here i don't think that and and you know they obviously they spent a lot of money getting this to look right. I mean the they they contracted. I'm pretty sure that the that was an online donation. <laughs> NPR listeners Let, like comment and subscribe. Uh. Um, so. Uh, yeah, um they did a lot of work. I mean they, they contracted Studio Bones. Studio Bones on the animation here did some of their best work. Like I cannot really stress enough how like gorgeous the animation looks. It's pretty I mean, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It it's it's for the time that it was made, the amount of attention that got that, that was given to this for not being, like, a Disney co-opted thing. Because, I mean, this this level of animation wasn't unheard of. I mean, you, you already had several Studio Ghibli um, stuff that have... Uh, pictures that have been picked up by Disney and distributed. So, you know, we, we had seen... I, I'm pretty sure, like, Princess Mononoke had come out by this point. So this level of, like... A dev- and Akira had certainly come out, and Ghost in the Shell... So, you know, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like this was uh, something that, that was unheard of, but to, to have come out when it did and have and having not been co-opted by, by a big media arm, uh, it, it's, it's really impressive looking. <laughs> so, can I talk about my favorite part of the
1: movie for a second? Certainly. The fucking music was so good. Jesus, yes. So awesome. I (laughs) loved every second of it. Yeah. It was some heart pumping. The movie... So, I will go out on a limb, and this may be a little extreme for your taste, but I would say the music is what made the action sequences work for me. Like otherwise because I was so disengaged from the plot it would have really like the movie would have really just not been worth it yeah in my opinion but like the the music and the action scenes is what actually like kept me even a little bit <laughs> on board
0: I, I remember there was at least one uh I remember there was at least one scene where like we were all kind of like like not not watching the movie, but we were all looking away and there's this uh, it's a scene where Escaflone has finally like appeared. Yeah. And like and doing stuff. There is just this like driving like like techno sort of Yeah. It 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 was it was like like we all Stopped, you know, stopped, you know, whatever else we might have been sidetracked with, and we were just like riveted, like you know, not like bobbing your head and shit. Yeah, like, there is some, there is some awesome music in here, both on the, uh, both on the, the more like techno-driven and and you know, there's some big rock-driven like, rock-driven action scenes. There's some big opera yeah. orchestral stuff too. Yeah, and uh, it it kind of. It melds those things without being really...
1: In the way that only anime can. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, there's only one thing where them going that big it really feels weird, and it's a scene where uh, the... Um, Main female lead Hitomi is talking to the cat girl for the first time. Merle, yeah, and you're like, this. This music is too loud for this scene. I actually also it doesn't really work. I actually thought that like,
1: (laughs) I actually thought that like I I may have like left Spotify open on my computer or something, and I was like, is this the right thing that should be happening here? Because I feel like this is actually wrong. It did not fit at all, but. That was one case uh, in an otherwise flawless scoring. Yeah,
0: everything else you're either you're 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 fucking on board the whole way. You're like, wow, this is. <laughs> um, I mean, it even has its own choir to shout Escaflone when Escaflone comes in. Yeah, which is like dumb, dumb and awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> um so this
1: the other thing about this movie mm-hmm. is it's very sad it is like yeah. really every single character in this movie just feels depressed and alone yeah and uh, that's interesting it's,
0: it's normally what? in anime
1: you or in anything normally in anything you have your your foils you know your characters who balance each other out but this did not have that yeah the, all the characters were just uh, really mentally unwell
0: yeah, so Hitomi is is kind of uh, she's supposed to be the heart of this anime. She's supposed to she's supposed to be the one that whose whose character arc is supposed to to guide others yeah, through theirs. She's supposed to be the one you care about. And there are a couple things, and and it's not and it's not strictly like the writings. Fault. I, I think that. Okay, so so I'll I'll I'll, I'll describe a scene um, for the benefit of the listeners. There is um, so we start off um, with a, with Hatomi. She's uh, she's obviously like very. She has that that idle depression that you know. Nothing's happening. Hopelessness, this is going yeah. nowhere, you know. Um, sort of thing, which is a patently good place for a character to start out in a in a story like this. Sure, like, it happens. Like there, there, there are plenty of stories that that have this, and um, it, it's a it's a good place to grow from. It's a feeling that a lot of people um, can relate to, if not everyone. So. We start out with this she kind of gets sucked out of her world into this world um in a very cool sequence um and she uh she is is sort of initiated in with uh, uh lord vaughn the main uh male lead character um his group of rebels and uh, pretty soon after she's in that group, um, word of her arrival gets to uh, gets to the the uh, enemy, the Black Dragon Clan, and they uh, they come after her. Uh, there's a big bloody battle. Their caravan gets sacked, and they uh, and she actually gets taken away. And Vaughn comes after her. Uh, rescues her there's this really like gruesome bloody skirmish that that she's involved with and uh, after that uh, Vaughn is about to die and there's a uh, there's a character um, whose name I don't remember um but he is a lion man <laughs> and a Johnny. Right. He's he's a Johnny. And uh he pretty much says you kinda should just let him die. He kinda wants to die. <laughs> like like his uh his you know, the this war has been going on for too long and everyone's really shitty and it's going to kill us all eventually, so you might as well just, you know, let him be out of his misery. And she Not very a Johnny like. No, not at all. <laughs> but she kind of uh she kinda of like the the way it should have been handled is she has like this moment where she's like, No, it's worth it. I'm not just gonna kinda leave him. I'll stay with him. And uh and and she kind of becomes a little bit more optimistic and is like When he pulls through, this will, you know, we'll we'll work this out, and that should have been like a really that that should have been a really, you know, poignant character moment where kind of she sees the light out of this bullshit. You know, she 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 sees you know maybe maybe this isn't where she you know kind of is able to defeat her own depression but it's at least where she sees that there's another way and that there's stuff going on like outside of the stuff that that she is personally concerned about um and uh that should have been a much better scene and it wasn't because the dub script's and lazy voice acting just kneecapped it. I mean, <laughs> it, it just became like the the lion guy making some points uh, in sort of a morose way, and her kind of like stumbling into a realization via repeating shit he said. It, it it's it was really. It was really annoying how good of a scene that could have been if it had had a little bit more effort put into it. Um, So I have a question for you. Yeah.
1: The, for lack of a better word, mech fight
0: scene. Right. Between Joffrey and... (laughs) There's a character who's pretty much Joffrey. Yeah. You feel the same way about him as you feel about Joffrey. Yeah, but
1: between Joffrey and Vaughn... Right. What did you think about that
0: scene? I really liked it. Yeah? I... I thought that was one of the best parts of the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's beautifully animated like everything else, but, I mean, the movement is really fluid yes. in it, but yep. at the same time, the mechs have a sense of weight. Yeah, oh well, sure. and um, It feels very realistic. Yeah, and it's all going on in this one, you know, city where they're kind of... You see a lot of stuff with them to scale, and it's really impressive. I, I, I really wish more of the movie had been yeah that, but honestly <laughs> but
1: con- a little bit contrary to that, not completely. I felt like that one scene went on like the exact right amount of time. yeah like they they could have played that way too long. yeah since it was an important scene mm-hmm. But luckily, it did not go on too long. Yeah, I could have done with maybe one or two more of those scenes, but um, if that one had gone on much longer, it would have worn out its welcome. I think it ended up right when it should have. Yeah.
0: the uh, one one thing I do love to praise about this series, well, I mean this movie. again, I again, I can't speak for the series. I know a lot of people like the series and don't like this movie and i totally understand and i'll probably on, i'll probably one day be on board with you but for now i can't really speak to the series but the mech design on display here is really top-notch stuff like i i'm a big fan more so than i'm a big fan of like giant robots yes yeah, which i know that's not super your jam oh no uh, that's that's you are you are thinking of another. <laughs> well, you, I know you don't like Evangelion. Yes, but that is for other reasons. But Evangelion does have one of my favorite uh, uh, mech types, which is the, like, organic mech. Yeah, which
1: is what we're dealing with here in a way.
0: Yeah, I... I there's like a body horror element, yeah, to these mechs. Oh, absolutely. Like there, there is there. This is like this is Cronenberg. Cronenberg takes mm. on mechs, uh, which, by the way, Pacific Rim Two, <laughs> David Cronenberg guest directing. <laughs> No. Oh, I was I, like, I just, "What?" Dude? I just wish. <laughs> you you said it with such confidence. <laughs> I was like, "No, that that you don't say." It's just something I like to think about. But um, oh god. Oh man, that'd be insane. Can you like, like they repurpose a kaiju body? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, moving on from that. Um, yeah, it's got the organic mech design, and I think that. This movie, if not the series, definitely this movie, kind of does it, um, the best that I know. Of. Ooh. <laughs> and I I am going to say that I dig the uh, I, I dig the I dig the actual like working and control scheme elements and the the feel of these mechs. More than I would dig, uh, more more than I tend to dig Evangelion. Which, for all I have to say about Evangelion, um, I, I I do love the Max. <laughs> so so I I'll I'll go ahead and 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 lay that down. Um, yeah, I'll 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 leave that there. Best. Best uh, best mech design for my money. Well, already then. <laughs> Do you
1: have any other talking points you want to
0: go over? Um, editing's really weird in this movie, uh, especially at the beginning. Yeah, the beginning has some like David Lynchy. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Anime like like of of anime movies that I've seen, this has like some of the most Lynchy editing at the beginning, like. Multiple shots used in different contexts, um, cuts from things that we haven't even seen that that don't really have a lot of context. Yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting
1: callback choices.
0: Yeah, and and the one one thing that I wanted to to talk about specifically, there's almost a montage of Hitomi and her best friend uh, very early in the movie. Um, when she's still in the you know, real world setting, um, where they're uh, they're they're kind of they they have left school. You can tell that, but they seem to just be like going random places. Oh yeah, and there's there's like this really weird disconnect between what's being said. And the visuals and the music, the the music is skewing a little bit sunnier. The visuals are, like, really bright and, and beautiful, and you're like, wow, this is just a city, but I want to be here. <laughs> and, uh, but the themes
1: that are being talked about are very
0: depressing. Yeah, it, it's it's very much like a, a, a stagnation, you know, nothing ever changes. I'm going to spend my whole life here, and, you know, whatever and uh so it's and and sometimes it's intercut with these little moments of them like having fun and then they'll start talking about modeling shit again yeah. and <laughs> and at the end of it um uh it, it seems like hitomi finally becomes such a drag on her friend that her friend's just like right well i gotta go yeah <laughs> and um and and it's and it's a really weird like i have i've watched this a couple times i've been like i wonder if they're like trying to go for like the feel of like a manic depressive sort of thing with with the dissonance and tone or if it's just honestly baffling editing choices (laughs) um but either way i'm kind of into it it's it's weird and risky and i'm not a hundred percent against it (laughs) all right um that's 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 pretty much it all right
1: you want to you want to spin the wheel
0: uh sure um yeah you got you got the the list pulled up yeah all right or well, you have the random number generator. I have both. Oh. 110. 110. I've, is that what we've already done? Nope. Raising Arizona. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've been putting this one off for a while. Dude. <laughs> uh mm. Mm. Let's You ready do to get it. some Nicolas Cage up in yet? Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> also, uh, happy 50th episode. Oh, shit. Is this it? Yep. Hey. Man. Wow. Yeah. I I feel like we need to have a little party blower. <laughs> 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 bye everybody. All right, bye. <laughs>